Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, hey, everybody. We are here for another podcast episode. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. We have so much stuff that we're going to dig into. And I know we kind of start every episode like that. We have so much to give you. Everything is just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we don't know if you're going to like this, but we think it's really good. So that's why we're going to talk about it. Also, before we jump into all of the devotion stuff that we're going to get into here and talk about, we have had a lot of comments and conversations and messages and stuff uh, of people telling us that Maddie and I's voices sound a lot alike. And in person, I really don't think that. I don't think that we sound alike at all. I don't even, I don't, I think, like, I'm kind of like, we do not sound alike in the podcast episodes either. Yeah. But I think that that's because I know who's talking. Right. And like, oh, yeah, I said that part. Lily said that part. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah. We know. But, yeah, a lot of people are like, you guys sound exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to know who's talking. And Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, people even said when we were littler that Maddie and I looked alike. And they would ask even us if we were, were twins. Yeah. Like, if we were twins. And I do not think we look alike whatsoever. Me either. But that's just me. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just because we're sisters and we know, like, I'm me and you're you and whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but if you are new to the podcast, if you have not met us in person or, you know, whatever, we don't have some connection with you, um, Maddie is the blonde one in yeah. our uh, picture for the podcast and I'm the darker haired one. So, um, yes, Maddie is taller. Let's just get that out of the way now, uh, Mm -hmm. since we have to, I mean, I went to the dentist the other day, so Maddie wanted to go first, so she went first, and then the dentist comes in after doing Maddie, right? So then I, I have the appointment next, and he comes in, and... This is really random. I don't know why she's talking about No, listen, I didn't tell you this. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, like, what on earth are you about to say? Okay, so the dentist comes in, and he says, um, he's like, who's this? And, you know, uh, the girl who cleans our teeth has cleaned our teeth, like, forever. I mean, she's clean. She's great. Yeah, she's awesome. She's probably cleaned our teeth for, like, how many years? I mean, she did my, like, first tooth cleaning ever, you know? Like, that tells you how long it's (laughs) been, like, years and years. Um, Anyway, so he comes in, and he's like uh who's this and she's like lily you know whatever he's like oh are you the second oldest or something because he knew about lincoln because he had seen lincoln before or whatever and i'm like no i'm the oldest and he's like oh what is your sister taller or something and i'm like yes she (laughs) is do we have to talk about this and he's like okay i didn't know you know (laughs) oh my goodness it was like why do people always have to bring that up it's just ridiculous anyway yeah, I'm the oldest, but Maddie is taller, just in case you're wondering. Let's just yeah. get that, that out of the way. Um, anyway, so apparently we sound alike, but Maddie's taller. Mm-hmm. I have dark hair. I have long hair. You know, it's just all different. Yeah. Anyway, so let's jump in here. A uh, couple random stories, if you... Yeah, this is a 
long intro. <laughs> random, random, so random. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's jump in here. I have a devotion that has literally been on my mind for a long time now, and I just can't stop thinking about it. Like, it's in my head. I keep going back to it and rereading it, and it's by Charles Spurgeon, and it was for May 17th, and I had read it later that night on May 17th because I didn't get to it in the morning in my quiet time, so I was reading it right before bed, and oh my goodness, there is so much truth in this devotion. I can't even process it all. Like, it's crazy. And we could spend hours talking about it. Obviously, for time's sake, we're not going to do that. Um, But I want to read this devotion to you. And then Maddie and I are just going to have a real conversation about um, why we should imitate Christ, Mm -hmm. why that is important, why we should abide in him. Um, And I remember that one of our first blog posts, uh, it's titled 100% or 0% all in or all out. Mm -hmm. That's the title. And in that blog post, we talked about how we're supposed to abide in Christ and um, kind of going into, okay, I'm going to get this wrong. It's either John 10 or 11 about the Lord being the true vine and all of that. I think it's 10. I think it is. And this is kind of the same. So it's kind of crazy, but it's in a little bit of a different way, I guess. I don't know. It's by Charles Spurgeon. I absolutely love him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love his stuff. All of it is so good. We're going to get kind of into that later as well. But the title of this devotion is actually uh, off of, based off of 1 John 2, 8, which says, whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Again, that's 1 John 2, 6. And I just thought that that was a really good verse. Whoever abides in him, talking about the Lord, ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. That's deep. Mm-hmm. Like, we could look at all of the New Testament and think about, okay, what did Jesus do? How can I imitate him? What are, you know, uh, the things that, how did he talk to people? How did he engage people? Just so many things that we could try and pick apart and say, I need to do this better. I can do this, whatever. But I want to read this devotion to you. So let's jump in here. It starts off with, why should Christians imitate Christ? And here's what Spurgeon has to do. Has to do. Has to do. Has to do. This is what he has to say. (laughs) This is, uh, okay. This is the first line. They should do it for their own sakes. If they desire to be spiritually healthy, if they want to escape the sickness of sin and enjoy the vigor of growing grace, Jesus must be their model. For their own happiness sake, if they would drink deeply of his love, if they would enjoy holy and happy communion with Jesus, If they would be lifted up above the cares and troubles of this world, let them walk even as he walked. There is nothing that is able to assist you in walking directly toward heaven like wearing the image of Jesus on your heart to rule all of its emotions. It is when by the power of the Holy Spirit you are enabled to walk with Jesus in his very footsteps that you are most happy and most known to be the sons of God. Peter, at a distance, is both unsafe and uneasy. Next, for religion's sake, strive to be like Jesus. Poor religion, you have been fiercely attacked by cruel foes, but you have not been wounded half as much by your enemies as you have by your friends. Who made those wounds in the fair hand of godliness? The professing Christian who used the dagger of hypocrisy. The man who with disguises enters the fold, 
being nothing but a wolf in sheep's clothing, worries the flock more than the lion outside. There is no weapon half so deadly as Judas's kiss. Inconsistent, professing Christians injure the gospel more than the sneering critic or the heretic, but especially for Christ's own sake, imitate his example. Christian, do you love your Savior? Is his name precious to you? Is his cause dear to you? Would you see the kingdoms of the world become his? Is it your desire that he should be glorified? Are you longing that souls should be one to him? If so, imitate Jesus. Be a letter of Christ known and read by all. Wow. Mm-hmm. Everybody just say wow with me. Oh my goodness. That devotion, like I can't stop thinking about it because there's so much truth and so much stuff there that we could dig into. But I first want to look at the the very first thing that he points out. The very first line he says here is, why should Christians imitate Christ? Why should we? Mm-hmm. Why is it important? Why is it something that as Christians we should do? Why can't we be our own person and be a Christian, you know? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people do that. I think that there are a lot of Christians out there who say, you know what? Yep, I love Jesus. I want to live like he did. But they don't do it and they just go along in their own ways. They Mm -hmm. live their own life. They do what makes them happy what pleases them, what satisfies them, that's what they do. And they spend their whole life doing it while saying that they're a Christian. Mm-hmm. And that line, we'll just start off with, you know, deep truth here. He says, inconsistent, professing Christians injure the gospel more than the sneering critic or the heretic. Oh my goodness. Like, I've never heard something more true in my life. Yeah. The inconsistent professing Christians injure the gospel. And that's so true. I mean, guys, what do we see in the church and just Christians, you know, in the world? The people that are really not following Jesus, that are really not imitating the Lord and who he is and what he's done for them, when they're not imitating that, they're living like the world, Mm -hmm. right? When we're not imitating Christ, we're living like the world. We're doing what the world says. We are buying into its lies. We are just making ourselves happy and doing all this stuff, you know, running around, all these activities, whatever it may be. And we're not truly living like we want to imitate Christ and his life and what he's done for us. Because it changes all of that. Mm -hmm. It changes how you look at people. It changes how you talk to people. It changes how you like everything in your life. It changes because you're trying to imitate Christ. And so it's not about you. It's not about who you are or the life that you want to live. It's about him because you are wanting to imitate him. Yeah. And I mean, look at how many people are hurt by church Mm -hmm. and are hurt by just Christians in general. I mean, I know people who have genuinely been hurt by the church because of that hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. And that has been something that has truly injured them and their Mm -hmm. faith. But so often we try and be so Mm self-righteous in the church and we don't focus on Jesus' righteousness. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can speak the truth and people need to hear the truth, Mm -hmm. but you must say it in love. And that is one way that we can imitate Christ is Mm -hmm. that 
yes, Jesus, sometimes he was a little bit harsh with the Pharisees, but they needed to hear it. Right. Because no one else was challenging them. Mm -hmm. Nothing else was speaking to them. Mm -hmm. And he said that all because he just loved them so Mm -hmm. much. And that is often where we get it so wrong. Mm -hmm. We say it out of that human desire to be the best, to Mm -hmm. be that person who can really, who knows everything and you don't know everything. You know, our other uh, episode where we talked about um, trying to one-up people and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, Like, that's where that comes in. That is not what Jesus tried to do. He didn't Mm -hmm. try and one-up the Pharisees, but he did show them where they were wrong. And you can still do that without um, being Mm -hmm. hypocritic and uh, judgmental, which Mm -hmm. is something that I need to work on. I think that it's something that a lot of people need to work on. Yeah. That's just one way that we can really imitate Christ is delivering the truth to his sheep, mm-hmm. but not being that hypocritical, mm-hmm. like, My goodness, you're so wrong. Yeah. Well, I think that Jesus didn't talk to them in a way that was like, I don't care if you leave or not. Like, I don't... You know, I don't care what you do after I say this. I don't Mm -hmm. care. Like, you know, you can leave. I'm fine with that. He didn't say it in that kind of way. And I think that, like you were just saying, I think that's what a lot of Christians do Mm -hmm. in church, especially as we look at people and point out their sin or, you know, whatever it may be. We have an argument with somebody or whatever. And then we're like, oh my goodness, you're so wrong. And we really genuinely like inside, we don't care if they never come back to church. Like, Some of us may wish that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Jesus did not want that. He doesn't speak to the Pharisees in a way that is like, go home. I hope to never see you again. He talks to them in a way of, I love you and I want you to see the truth. And yes, it's going to be hard to hear. And yes, it's going to be hard to do after I say it if you really want to do it. But he does it because he loves them and he wants them to see the truth. And so I think that's what a lot of us need to get is that when we're imitating Christ, it's not about us. Like our words and the things that we say and do, it's not about us. We're doing it because we are imitating Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's what Christ did. You're not doing it for your own glory. You're not doing it to be proud of yourself. You're not doing it in arrogance or any of that. I think that's a huge part of it. Arrogance is, oh my goodness. And and I'm just going to say it, heard truth coming in here. Um, I think that a lot of Christians have handled that this virus in that way. They mm-hmm. have been arrogant about it. Like, I have the answer. Y'all are wrong. So get over it, you know? And it's just so wrong. And we're like, you know, you can't stop me from having church. And, you know, oh my goodness, my freedom, whatever. I'm not, yeah. like, we're not going to get into all of that in this episode. But just hear me out, guys. Like, why can't we do stuff in love? Because that's what Jesus did. He didn't go to the Pharisees and say, listen, you are just majorly messing this up for me and uh, y'all are going to need to stop, you know, or whatever. He didn't say it in that way. He said it in a way of speaking truth, but he did it in love. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to be honest. I haven't seen that in a lot of Christians. Facebook posts, Instagram posts, just talking with people like they're arrogant, even just talking to them. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my goodness, if. I hope that you're not talking to your neighbor like that, you know, because you're like, that is not a good witness. That is not, 
you imitating Christ in any way. Like, you're not showing them Jesus in that at all. Yeah, and one other thing that we wanted to talk about was, do we really imitate Christ, Mm -hmm. or do we try and imitate his followers, who are sinful Mm -hmm. and they're messed up too, just like we are. Right. Uh, None of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. We have all, uh, unfortunately, been born into sin, and we have to face the consequences of that. Yeah. And that's one of the other reasons that a lot of times we don't imitate Christ is because Mm -hmm. of that sinful nature. Oftentimes, as me and Lily were kind of talking about this, we said that people try and imitate... um, really big pastors Mm -hmm. or uh, just even other friends who seem to have a better faith than we do or, um, you know, fill in the blank for yourself. Whoever, let's all think of one person that we really try and imitate a Mm -hmm. lot. And I know that there are, there's more than one person that comes to mind for me. And as me and Lily were talking, we were kind of naming some of the big pastors that we like to listen to. Francis Chan. Chan. He was a name that popped up because yeah. we love Francis Chan. But yeah. um I'll get into that more in a here in a minute. Yeah. But why do we try and imitate them? Mm-hmm. What is the point? Right. It is completely pointless because mm-hmm. they aren't perfect. We aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. They don't have it all figured out. We don't have it all figured out. Yeah. Jesus is the only person who has all the answers, mm-hmm. who is that perfect person that we can always turn to and he's always got the answers right i just wanted to quickly read this verse it's from galatians 2 20 and it says i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me and the life i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me mm-hmm. i know that this is kind of a well-known verse that seems to have been a theme with the podcast lately is that we've been using <laughs> well-known verses you know I said it in one of the other episodes. Oftentimes we overlook these uh, well-known verses because we don't really get the true value out of them. This one, very first, um, very short sentence says, I have been crucified with Christ. Mm -hmm. And this, honestly, when I found this verse, I hadn't really ever thought about it like this until me and Lily were talking about imitating Christ. We've been crucified with Christ. We haven't been crucified with Francis Chan. Mm -hmm. Francis Chan isn't the one who saved us from all our sin. Right. Francis Chan is still really great. We love listening (laughs) to his stuff. Yeah. And I know it's just our nature Mm -hmm. to really seek some of the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And um, we don't really want to imitate Christ. Mm -hmm. We want to figure it out ourselves or we want uh, to follow someone else who has supposedly figured everything out. Mm -hmm. But we've been crucified with Christ. He's the one who has truly sacrificed for us. And all these other people are going to mess up. They're not going to be there all the time. They're not going to have all the answers all the time. The Lord is. And Mm -hmm. he's the one who's made that sacrifice for you to have that relationship with him. For you to imitate him. Mm -hmm. That was his purpose in coming to us and dying for us was so that we could imitate him. To follow his example and to have that relationship Mm -hmm. with him. But so often we overlook that sacrifice and just say, oh, thanks, Jesus. Now I can go to heaven. Right. And don't really put any effort into it. Mm -hmm. And I liked the beginning of that devotion um, when it was talking about how we need to imitate 
imitate Christ for mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. So often we do it for other people. Mm-hmm. We do it so that these other people will look up to us or will look at us and think that we have such this such great faith in this um, relationship with Jesus that everyone else should have. Mm-hmm. When oftentimes we're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it for the sacrifice that Jesus gave right. us. We're doing it to be glorified ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I feel like it's, I see people, um, and like for me personally, it would be like Francis Chan, David Platt, uh, these guys who preach the gospel with power. I feel like I see their reaction to the gospel and what they're doing to live it out. And I want that. Like, mm-hmm. I want to imitate that. And is that bad? No, absolutely not. Because they are doing it in a real way where they're showing you, yeah, hey, I love Jesus this much, so I'm going to do this for him. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to talk about this because it needs to be talked about and discussed and people need to hear the truth in this. And so I see that in those guys. And I want to imitate that because I want that kind of reaction to the gospel for myself. Mm-hmm. But I want you all to be encouraged with this because this is kind of what the Lord brought to my mind was that our reaction to the gospel, one, should be repentance, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's the first thing. God, I can't believe that you died for me, that you took my sin, and we should have those moments of just this total repentance. We want to just yeah. totally run the opposite direction from our sin And that should last throughout your life because we should hate sin that much, right? Because Mm -hmm. of what Jesus did for us and the power that we experience through the gospel. But the way that we live it out and live the gospel out looks different because we have different, what do I want to say? Uh, I believe we have different callings. I think all of us have the same purpose in which we've talked about a little bit. Yeah. About share the gospel and disciple others. Like every single Christian that is your purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Your purpose is to share the gospel with the lost and disciple others. Done deal. Like that's all of our purpose. We have the same purpose. Mm -hmm. However, our calling and the way that we live out the gospel looks different. So David Platt, yeah, he may be called to get up on stage and lead a church and adopt kids and all of this stuff. And I may be called to stay right here in Ohio work a normal job, you know, work at whatever, you know, a factory, work at Chick-fil-A, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm just throwing things <laughs> out. Um, That may be my calling. And then I get to live out the gospel. Maddie's still laughing over here about that. <laughs> I may be called to live out the gospel in a... <laughs> She's still laughing about this. I just love how oh Chick-fil-A comes up in I know, everything every we talk about. Thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Lily's got her frosted coffee sitting beside (laughs) her. Maybe that's why I said that. I don't know. I don't know. Let's get off of that topic. Let's go to 1 Peter 2. um, I think I'm just going to do verse 21. I've heard this verse a lot. I don't think it's as common as the other verse that we read, but it says, For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example. That is what I want us to get from this verse. So that you might follow in his steps. I love that so much because Christ is our example. We have other godly people around us who are living it out. And that's great, right? Mm -hmm. We have pastors who are living it out. We have people, um, other Christians. You may be discipled by somebody who's living it out and you want to 
what do I want to say? I don't, I don't know. Like, do we really want to imitate their faith or do we just, like for me, I feel like I look at people like Francis Chan, David Platt, like I just mentioned, and I see their reaction to the gospel and I want that. It's not necessarily that I want to imitate everything that they're doing and who they are and like their personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, I'm, Well, it's good to have that example. Totally. We're not, right. like, bashing no, that at all. At you all. should totally have those examples, yeah. those people that you look up to. Mm-hmm. But the sole person who you really want to be like, mm-hmm. who you really want to just do everything that the way they did it, is yeah. Jesus. That's right. just the ultimate goal for mm-hmm. our lives, is to truly be like him. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time. It's different for everybody. That's why... Like, right. we're just talking us, what we feel about this subject. Yeah, and I th- and I think that everybody feels um, different about this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just like me. I may not want to imitate Francis Chan, like, his life and everything he's doing or whatever, mm-hmm. but I want to imitate that love for the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the common ground. That's the unity that brings us Christians together is that he loves Jesus. I love Jesus. Let's work together. Let's yeah. bring God glory together. Um, I think that that's a good thing to want. That's mm-hmm. a good thing to imitate. Why? Because it's about Jesus. Yeah. It's not about Francis Chan. It's not about Maddie. It's not about me. It's about living for Jesus. And I want to do this together because mm-hmm. I know that we can glorify the Father. But I love this verse because it says that for this you, for to this you have been called. He's left you an example so that you may follow, might follow in his footsteps. That is so good, guys. Like, he Mm -hmm. has left us this flawless and perfect example of actually living on earth. Mm -hmm. Not just like, hey, uh, yeah, I told, you know, Peter to tell you this, so make sure you do it. It's not that. Like, he literally walked this earth to show us how to live life. Mm -hmm. How to do everyday stuff. And do it with his love. And do it and live in a way that brings him glory no matter what. Mm-hmm. through our purposes, through our callings, all of the stuff that he tells us in his word that we read about, like he's suffered for us. Mm-hmm. He's died for us. He is the ultimate person that we should want to imitate because of what he's done for us on the cross. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to wrap up here. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you just enjoyed hearing me and Lily kind of discuss what we feel about this subject let us know some different things that you think yeah Uh, let us know how you feel about it yeah we hope that you liked it don't forget to download Mm -hmm. our episodes uh, follow subscribe do all that stuff and we are going to wrap up in prayer Dear Lord, we just thank you for um, this day and for this episode. I just thank you that you have given us this example to follow you. I thank you that you have given us this example that um, may be hard to achieve, but is something that we can um, strive for that can be our goal in life. And I pray that you would help all of us to want that to be our goal in life. I pray that you would help all of us to really want to imitate you for ourselves, not to show off for others or to just all the different reasons that we sometimes uh, try to imitate you. I pray that we would do that simply because we want to be like you because we love you. And um, I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to do that in our daily lives. 
and I pray that you would just guide us and protect us in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I want to end this episode with one last thing. The Lord hit me with this as we were praying. I don't know about y'all, but I want to be one of the Christians who, like this devotion says, I don't want to be one of those Christians who profess to know Jesus, who profess to have this, you know, awesome, great relationship with him, and then Mm -hmm. totally not live it out, like, at all. And, but say, like, say I do. Say that I love him, you know, talk the talk, whatever, but then not do anything to prove it to people. I don't want, especially during this virus, like, I, I mean, we, as a family have been been saying this as the few in our Mm -hmm. posts and our lives and the things that we've been doing. I don't want to walk out of this quarantine time and people go, oh, uh, yeah, are you the one that were, was posting all that stuff on Facebook that was a little bit arrogant and like you knew everything or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that Christian or I don't want to be that Christian who posts all the Bible verses and, you know, uh, goes to youth group and is a helper and, you know, does all this stuff and then walk out and like totally not live like Jesus mm-hmm. and, you know, cuss the girl out at the gas station because she's whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the Christian who lives it out, who imitates Christ in a way that makes other people question their disbelief. Mm-hmm. I want them to question why they don't believe, why they don't have that kind of relationship because of my passion, because of my love, and that's all because of Christ. Not Mm -hmm. because of me. I'm not doing it because of, you know, me or to bring glory to myself. I'm doing it because Jesus has affected everything. Yeah. Okay? All right. So let's live that out this week. Let's really try to be legit Christians who imitate Christ in our everyday lives. All right, guys, we will talk to you uh, later for in another episode, hopefully next Monday. We're uploading every Monday, Mm -hmm. so keep a lookout for that, and we will see y'all later. Bye, guys.